Hello, this is Freddie G. Florida coming from the state of Alabama. I am coming to you once again from this podcast channel on Anchor. A couple months ago, I had started off and just now starting to get back into my content. But neither. furthermore, this is uh, pretty much going to be my schedule five days a week. And I'm still working on the whole project, but bear with me. This experience is going to be tremendous. And for all the ones that's been viewing my playbacks, thank you very much. And, you know, I'm just going to pretty much speak my mind, be honest. I'm not going to ever tell you anything I don't believe. And I'm just going to go from there. But I'm going to start off with the content of the global, you know, what we, the world we're in right now. At the moment, it is 6.58, going on 6.59, the last day of 2020. And just let me say that 2020 has been a year for the books. I'm pretty sure everybody can agree with that. Uh Man, it's really been a crazy year. Uh, a lot has happened. A lot has happened within the last twelve months. That, it, to me, it makes me feel like it's it's only been a year, but it feels like two years in one because we went through so much the first half that the second half kind of it kind of. It's been like a whole nother year. And, you know, I felt, to me, it felt like at the beginning of the year, with the death of Kobe and his daughter and the other seven souls that had perished, that kind of like, you know, brought a whole different mood. So, that in itself made a year feel like it was a, I ain't say a waste but it made it feel highly different but after the after with the Kobe incident I feel like the whole I'm, I feel like the whole world just felt well from the people that I seen it was the first time in a long time I think the last time I could recall everybody mourning a icon a global icon like that it had to be Michael Jackson and I didn't even know that much information on the incident when it happened. All I seen was on TMZ what had been posted. And now you know how that goes. You would think it would be fake news until you start seeing multiple blogs, multiple sources upload. And it's, you know, it's heartbreaking because... We grew up, most of us grew up watching dude, you know, won championships, won, went through various injuries. And most of us developed a whole mentality after, you know, the mama mentality. And it's just crazy how all that, all that happened. At the beginning of the year, you, you really could believe when it happened. And, you know, I mean... That was just the first month of the year. 
Then, you know, February and March came with the whole corona, which we have never seen any kind of pandemic like this before in our end of our lifetime where everything was shut down, school was shut down, work was shut down. My job had actually put put a lot of us on layoff and, you know, crazy times to be in just something, you know. It's going to be something we're going to laugh. I ain't going to laugh about, but, like, you know, it's going to be something that we're going to think about later on some years down the road because I'm pretty sure, like, we we pretty much at the – I'm 23, about to be 24 in two or three days. In my lifetime, I have never, ever kind of went through a year like this year. But, you know, it's a saying that every year go by, the older we get, the more we see. And that's true. But it's just one of those things that you got to look at in a, a bigger perspective. Like, what did you learn from this year that you're going to take into next year? You got to take that and, and, you know, like, for instance, my plan is to raise my ambition back to where I had it. I mean... I'm just now starting to do my podcast thing again after four or five months, and that's a start. So, but you know, crazy times we living in. Uh, let's see, March. You know, throughout the year we was going. It's like various scenarios and storylines, like with the 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 Black Lives Matter movement that started happening in the summer, like. We actually seeing protests where, where police officers and, and civilians would get into scuffles and riots would break out. You know, just all that crazy, all that crazy nonsense, you know. I mean, all could have been avoided if the right thing was done. I'm not going to say that all police officers are, you know, as what they perceived as to, to some communities but there is need to be a change and I feel like it's we're we're a step closer than behind but you know we could do better we could do way better and you know besides the besides the point of actually actually knowing the consequences of said actions of officer, you do this, then you know what's going to happen and the outbreaks and whatnot. And, you know, you just got to be more careful, you know, as in the world today, because, like, it ain't no telling what could happen. You could go outside for four or five minutes in your own neighborhood and something happened to you. Like, it's just sad, but, I mean, that's just the world we're living in nowadays. But like I said before, I really feel like we're a step a, a step closer to where we need to be than where we were before. And, you know, with the election results, you know, I feel like after twenty sixteen, you know, a lot of a lot of said communities, they 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 feel different, you know, when they say make America great again, I'm pretty sure a lot of you know what that means. Uh 
I'm not going to go into detail about it, but I'm pretty sure they know that it's, it's a mentality that you use when you say that make America great again. To me, personally, when it says that, it basically said make America, like, back to what it was in the 1800s and 1700s, where only one set was in control of all, you know? Like, one set, like, one dominant, non-black, non-female species. But, you know, I mean, but then again, you know, just... I guess this time we came out and actually voted. A lot more voted than this time around and last time around. And I don't know, maybe, maybe it was because the whole... A lot, I seen a lot of that in 2016 where where people that, that didn't vote for Hillary saying that they didn't want a woman to lead, lead the uh, United States country or, you know, nonsense like that. But, like, I mean, we were really... We, we're living in different times than we did hundreds of years ago. Like, I mean, it's just some guys out there like that, you know, people that, that, that believe that women can't lead. But women pretty much got all the most high-paying jobs in the whole U.S. nowadays. And, like, they got more, I ain't say they got more smarts, but they got some usable, resourceful smarts to help. But, I mean, it's just, it's crazy how, you know, a lot of people will, will use that and flip it around and try to find reasoning to vote for Trump. But And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to anybody's politician beliefs. What they believe is their belief. I agree with them of, of knowing what's right and what's wrong in their own perspective. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I'm not going to tell you who, who to like. But... I will give my personal input and in how I feel about the matter because to me, I feel like it changed a lot. A lot in the last four years. It's been, you know, because in the last four years, it's been a lot of a lot of emails, Russia, you know, all the the back, you know, just a lot of stuff going on just into that one one turn. And it's just a lot of people that didn't expect. They didn't expect for us to go through another four years of them, another four years of of this man going on Twitter every second throwing a temper tantrum. Like <laughs> it get annoying sometimes. I mean, it's just not. It's really not to a lot of people. It's just not worth it. But you know, I can't really say anything much about it. People that, that voted for him, apparently there's a lot of them. And when, you know, when the election happened, I remember the night of, uh, I was on Twitter, I think, and plenty of people, plenty of people were, were commenting, uh, I can't believe this country was, uh, you know, because a lot of them, a lot of them were voting for Biden. And... I'm not saying he has any perfect flaws, but like it's like almost which is the better, better the evil, you know. But there was just a lot of the commotion about about why would they vote for Biden? He's a pedophile. He's such and such. He, but 
they ignore the fact that Trump has been disrespecting everything pretty much. Uh, I mean, just like pretty much everything. And then with the whole corona, he kind of downplayed it like in the beginning, right when it was like starting to pick up. He would downplay and would be like, well, you know, it's not a disease, fake, fake news, fake news. But the cases started rolling and you I mean it started rolling right when he had said that. So and we're still going through some like it's still skyrocketing. It's just that we're just not finna get the vaccines and I mean it's not gonna help because you got people out there like people out there that's that's dumb enough to be not take the vaccine but think something will happen to them if they do. I mean, in some cases, you could get reactions from uh, different vaccines and anything can happen. But at the same time, it's a vaccine that helps helps prevent, helps cure a deadly pandemic that we've been going through for the past year. Like, I want y'all to actually think about that. We've been in the... We, We've been in quarantine for about almost 10 months. And we've been to the knowledge of Corona for the past year. So, it's, I mean, you got to use your, it's like use your common sense. You see people passing away from a dying and you would think that this will actually help, help, help us try to get back to where we were, were before. I mean, it might take time. I believe it's going to take time before we get there. But it's it's still one of those things that, like, a lot of people just just push it to the side. But like, yeah, I ain't taking no vaccine, man. You know, like, all that. I can get bumps and have a reaction. I'm scared something might happen to me. I mean, come on, man. You can't You can't do that. You 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 say that, but you want to go to the parties and the clubs and 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 think it's not a problem, and you would think that you would be okay, which you are not. And that's another thing that's been I've been trying to stress out to people that don't, do not wear their mask. I mean, it's like it's really those 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 type of people that that that's upset that they have to wear masks. Be the same ones that that be mourning or depressed when somebody gets sick from from the virus, and at that point, I have no sympathy for you because you're really just losing your common sense on that one. But I mean, I digress. It's not. It's not. To me, it's not worth. Take the vaccine so everybody could be back to where we or close to where we was before. It might take time, but like I said. We got to actually get the people to, to to stop being ignorant and know what they're doing. And I know it can be hard because a lot of people are hard-headed. You got grown men or grown women out there that's hard-headed, will not do what's mandatory, what's, what's, what's been obligated to do with the mask. But it's just, you can't, you can't, be that what's the word you can't be that I guess you can say to yourself no not to yourself but I guess you can say hard headed that's just pretty much what it is you're not using your head or anything 
when you do that, you causing everybody else to get sick. You putting you putting your whole family, your workers, your employers, you putting everybody at risk when you when you go out and and not have any kind of protection. So it's it's hard to say, but I just I really truly believe that we'll at some point we'll get back to where we were. But after this year, I think like this year taught a lot of people a lot of things. And from my personal experience, I know that it taught me one. And this is for every viewer, every listener out there. Continue to stack your money, save your money. And two, continue to improve your credit no matter what. And three, always have self-respect and, and, and knowledge about what's going on around you. I mean, you know, watch the news, even though it's like every every second something happens, you know, watch the news, you know. Because a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that you didn't know or wish you would have known, information that that's, could have been beneficial, it's on the news. Like, stuff on the TV can, can damage the brain, uh, as people would say. But I think I read a quote with Denzel Washington not too long ago. Uh he had put into into context and it made so much sense that too much news could be bad news and it took me a minute to understand that but when he said that it made sense after a while because the more information you get it could it could be turned around like you know it could be turned around in a way where you listening, but you listening too much, like listening too hard, or like on a specific subject. You know, just it's different in researching and whatnot. But like, you gotta stuff that 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 approaches you. You gotta look at it in your own way. Like you gotta think, and sometimes. It could be difficult processing processing information, but I mean it's not. It's really depending on how you take it. I just I just truly believe that the information that's been provided about information on new cases of the corona, uh, new 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 information on the election. It's just so much, so much you can like dive into, but you just can't, you just can't be obligated to one. I think you gotta, you gotta uh, spread, spread out your your diversity of information, multiple news sources. Uh, be careful of which sources to listen to because some some of these sources, they're what what I like to call clickbait. They they can come to you and and change up information or like upload something and it would be a whole another story or have nothing to do with anything. So it's 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 stupid, but you know 
That's how some people get get their works. That's how some people get their their views and likes. Um, they 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 feed off that. But you can believe it for me. I'm not gonna ever do anything clickbaiting. I'm and what I'm trying to like explain. I'm pretty much honest to to the point where I I really give my input, and I just love to get feedback. You know. I'm, it's one or two. This is and I always tell people this: you can take somebody's opinion. It's two things you can do with it. You can take it or leave it. Because at the end of the day, it's up to how you want to take. It. You should not ever let anybody tell you what your opinion should be. You should should be obligated to to tell how you feel about something and let it be known. You know. Don't ever let somebody speak for you on something that you feel like you have a different voice of reasoning or a different a different view of it. That you should make your voice heard. And you know, that's just how I feel about it. And I'm I'm really speaking to to just the fact that I'm just not starting this this podcasting and Hopefully it takes me somewhere, but you know, you just I feel like, and it's not something I'm just doing for for. I'm really doing it just because I want to. I love getting feedback. I love talking. I've been seeing it for the longest. You know, last two years, I've been watching like countless countless podcasts, you know, and it's it's just showing like the growth of it, and I feel as if I could put information out there like that. Then you know I could uh, I could pretty much do do how I feel and what I like as far it's basically like a career. I mean I'm going to school for communication studies and I plan on stretching that of course. But this is just like you know the developing stages of my my channel, and I'm continuing to add more, do more. And put more time into it, you know. And I just want to, like, you know, put my my aspect. I'm really gonna do or plan on doing my five day schedule, five days a week. And I'm I'm not sure what time I'm actually gonna set set my 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 uh, uh podcasting, but. It's roughly going to be around 25 minutes and maybe longer. It just depends on the subject because I'm pretty much going to go through the content of what's going on daily and a lot of people catch up. But, you know, it just like I said, it's in the developing stages. We're going to get more, more, more information, more, more content and for all those who view view it and like it and subscribe, most definitely I appreciate you. You know, you take your time out to to view my my work, and I cannot be more appreciative of anything. You know, but that's on that subject. But all in all, I just want to say to give it my first kind of episode. I mean, ironically, I was gonna wait, but I mean, might as well gonna do it. Last day of 2020 because, like I said, this year been been one for the books. 
been crazy pretty much. A lot a lot of stuff has happened, you know. Uh sports. I've seen a lot of injuries and I mean like, you know, that's just what comes with it and and, and you know, in life. You're gonna you're conditioned to be conditioned. You work out, you're gonna like eventually catch some kind of injury, but you know, shout out to that to Clay Thompson, you know. Then, you know, that's one of my favorite plays in the league in the last five, six years. And, you know, you just hate it for him. He you think about it, he hasn't played in almost two years. He's gonna miss two seasons, two full seasons basically. And you know, just it's one of those things where you've been playing since you were little, since you was a kid. It's the only thing you know how to do, and you want to do it. But once you know something like that happens, you know you I mean you know you have it for him. He has you know some championships, great moments, great season, great team, great city. But you know you just hate it for him. You know situations like that. You don't wish that on anybody. You know injuries or anything. And it was another uh, another spectacle that happened this year. Uh, the May twenty twenty so like like a head scratcher. If it was any other year, it would happen probably. Like with if Tom Brady was not on the Patriots, it would be it would be a sight to see. Imagine Cam Cam Newton on the New England Patriots. Like, yo, that's. When that happened, that was crazy to me. And in my mind at the time, I'm thinking like, yo, bro, they probably finna go like 16-1 or 15-2, you know. I'm thinking they finna be the top dog because you, you're adding a physical athlete like Cam Newton. Then you're adding a coaching genius like Bill Belichick. Like, it's almost it's almost a, a, a win-win, but... Every other time you look at sports super teams, they it's a fail. They don't they don't gel together. I think one of the first ones, well not one of the first ones, but like I think I go back, you know, go back to the old four Lakers. They had Shaq. That was Shaq, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, and Kobe Bryant. Like a lot of all stars was on the team, but at the same time. At, like, Carl Malone was, like, 20 years in the league at the time. A year before retirement with Gary Payton, he was, I ain't say he was washed, but, you know, he was in his later years in his career. Then you had the whole the whole Kobe situation with, uh, with everything that happened to Colorado. And then the whole, the whole beef between him and Shaq. I mean, then again, like, I'm not gonna discredit discredit Detroit because Detroit actually came to play. I didn't I wasn't watching the NBA one at the time, but I go back and watch games and seasons and I watched I watched the whole the uh it was a on YouTube the whole O three, O four season for the um for the Pistons. That to me, I think like they were more prepared, more prepared, and did more man on man compared to everybody else that went against Kobe and Shaq. 
like, like uh, who did they play in 2000? They played the Pacers in 2000. They played the 76ers in 2001. And they played the Nets in 2002. All three of those teams, I don't think they were uh, – even though the Nets beat the Pistons in the, in the, in the playoffs that, that season, none of them actually had, like, the depth or – I don't think none of them had the depth, the depth that, that the Pistons did. But they uh, – it was pretty much a team, a team effort. They didn't stick out. They didn't stick to double teams. Everybody else was just going one on one, you know. But I feel like a lot of super teams that that form, they gotta. It has to be like a core reasoning. Like with Miami, that was kind of. I didn't say it was kind of. It was the success. Like they two out of four. It could have been more, but they got the four four finals. So then Golden State, they. Uh, they went to. I mean, you, you might well say the Super Ten version was when KD got there. That's seventeen through nineteen. They went to all and lose. They didn't lose but one, and that was because pretty much everybody was hurt. But you know, but you know, this this how spectacles are though. But I'm gonna go ahead end it for today. And I'll most likely get back with y'all tomorrow. And thank you for for viewing. Once again, come back. Stop back and see the channel. And I wish you all a blessing.